What's good, Supernovas, and welcome back to the Worst Generation Podcast. I am your host, GB, and we're coming to y'all live today with another... Why do I always say live, G? This shit ain't live. <laughs> These shits don't never be live. This shit pre-recorded three months in advance. Um, but we coming to y'all, and we're going to be live on this episode, um, which is kind of ironic once we get to the topic. Uh, but yeah, uh, wow. before, we, before we actually get into the episode, uh, let me introduce the crew first. Uh, we have One Piece Leak. Yeah, what up? Um, One Piece Leak. Back with another topic. Um, I really can't wait for y'all to actually hear these episodes. and It's going to be weird seeing as how these are done like way before y'all get to hear them shits, but I'm looking forward to it. Shit going to be wild. I, I find myself thinking about that, too. Like We doing these episodes three months in advance right now. Like This episode probably most likely won't, pay, won't play until April. Maybe even... Maybe even May at this point. And so it's January right now. So that's kind of wild to me. Um, but I'm excited to see how this season go. Uh, next up, we got the first lady of the pod, Panda the Don. What's up, y'all? It's Panda the Don, better known as the OG Panda, better known as Pitbull Panda, coming at you for another podcast episode. And also, shout out to all of my lovely sorors of Zeta Phi Beta Sorority Incorporated, because in three days, We'll be celebrating our centennial to all those sores listening. Happy Founders Day in advance. Uh, like we said before, you know, this is going to be way in the future. So y'all well into y'all centennial by now. And I hope that this year is going great for all the Zetas. Uh, let me get that T in there, that Zetas, because I, I see a lot of people get mad because we, we slang shit out and we don't enunciate our words. So there y'all go. Um, And then we also have... Uh, the resident YouTuber, Sensei Le Glove. Yo, man, what's cracking, man? It's your boy, Sensei Le Glove, the bald-head black anime nerd, back at y'all with some great worst-gen content. Um, yo, shout-out to the noobs, man. There's a lot of noobs that listen to us that I didn't know listen to us. So, yo, to the noobs. Yo, yeah, that shit, that shit really warmed my heart this morning. Like, Bro. Seeing, like, noobs is listening to us. Bro, and for just, real. Uh, and noobs didn't even know we was, like... Right, noobs didn't well, even know we was noobs listening even, to noobs listening to us, noobs. I don't even, I don't even noob. know noob, but, like, noobs told you he ain't know you was on the pod, so I'm looking like, damn, noobs don't... listen. Noobs listening to the pod, not even know the noobs run the pod. Noobs is that's running the pod, bro. That's what's up, man. Because greatness is attracted to greatness, and iron shock is iron. Bro, that's a fact. He's, I'm just not figuring out that's you. I'm, damn, what? You looking at me? <laughs> you ain't know? You ain't know that? That shit called... Um, so for all the supernovas out there, today's topic is going to be anime deaths. Uh, so before we get into the actual topic, before we get into the actual, actual topic, I want to give the disclaimer that we will be talking about death and some dark themes. So if you're in a place right now where you can't stomach this type of conversation, maybe you're going through something and you don't think you can handle this, I would advise that you cut the episode off, uh, cause we will be talking about death and other things. And I'll give you a quick second. We also will I, be spoiling shit for niggas, so if you if we talk bring up a series, 
Just know that we're going to talk about a death. Oh, yeah. Spoiler alert, too. If you ain't trying to hear a lot about certain deaths, like maybe you waiting to start a series. This would be a good time to start off the episode, too. But if you all for it and you want to talk about anime deaths and what makes them popping, then here we go. I fuck with the trigger warning, GB. You said what? I tr- fuck with the tr- trigger warning. I think real. you need that on a topic like this. Normally, I don't like giving like trigger warnings, trigger warnings, and like spoiler alerts and shit. Because I be feeling like you know we all adults, but uh, I think with a topic like death, you never know what somebody's going through. Yeah, de- adulthood don't stop with. mental mental health uh, illnesses yeah. and shit like that. <clears throat> um, so if it's one thing that we all know as fans of anime and manga, we know that we're gonna be in our fields, whether we happy, we sad, we. We're angry, we're excited, or if we're just all around just depressed going through a series right now because one of our favorite characters have passed away. Um, it seems like some series are in competition by who can have the best deaths, who can have... Uh, and this is a comic topic that's debated, like who has the best death, who was the more, more impactful death, who was the most shocking. And so we thought we would throw an episode today to... Just talk about death in general, which seems to be a topic that's a little bit more taboo over here in the States. Uh, we don't really introduce, or we, we, we're reluctant to introduce our children to death early on, at least in the, the honest and straightforward way that you, that you often see in anime. Whereas, uh, you know, when you're over in the East, they kind of take death in stride and they learn about it early on and, and have ways to cope with it. They see characters grow through these moments. So, uh, We'll be talking about it. The first thing I want to talk about is kind of like, uh, what are you guys' feelings on death, or like, how do you feel about it when you when it happens in real life, and also when you take it in the anime? Mm. Like, I didn't really understand how painful death was until like maybe my ninth grade year. So, like, I've had people died before like i've experienced death in my family but you know it's different when you're not really close to those family members but the first well two big deaths like one death happened my bet one of my closest friends she was in a car accident she was in a coma and then she passed away because she never woke and she never woke up and months after that my grandfather died my mom's dad so like those are the two big deaths that happened in my life actually thus far and so it's just, no, I know how it impacted me and my family. And like one of the main things like that I worry about besides how it impacts me is how it affects like, like my parents, for example, because their parents are getting older and they're watching them get older. And I watch them get older, so I can't imagine how they feel. So I don't know, it's just death is something that I could think about, not, not necessarily myself, but the people around me that I care about. Um, I kind of feel a little, a little similar. Like I, I haven't, I haven't experienced any major deaths like, you know, kind of what Panda was talking on, like touching on just like deaths that are super duper 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 close to you. Obviously, people die in your family, I won't say all the time, but people are going to die in your family, you know what I'm saying, over the course of your life. But depending on how close you are to those people and depending on how old you are at the time of, you know, their demise, it really kind of, you know, shapes how you view things. I haven't, you know, I'm lucky enough to still have both my parents. Um, I haven't lost any siblings or anything like that. Uh, so, you know, I, I, I consider that a blessing, but I, I kind of take death in, you know, strides because of it. So, like, I, I, it, it's kind of to the point now where when, when people die, you know, I kind of feel more sorry for the people around them than I do, the you know, 
than I do about the person dying themselves. Um, and as far as anime, like, uh, I've been, I've probably only been emotional over anime deaths twice. Eh, once in one and a half times. Um, anime deaths kind of entertain me at this point. Like, I, I, I think they serve a purpose for driving stories. Obviously, the important deaths, not just fodder deaths. Mm-hmm. Um, they serve a pur- purpose for driving stories. So I kind of use them as story elements. And it's just a way for me to scale how good an anime is at this point. The the death that made you emotional uh, was was it emotional for you because it hit home like close to an experience that was near you, or was it emotional because it was one of the first ones you kind of experienced in anime? Uh, both of them a little bit. Um, it was it was kind of not necessarily the person that died or why they died, but just kind of the message that they left behind and what they were kind of fighting for up to their death was kind of what hit home for me. Um, and what was the second half of your question? Uh, did it have something that was it just like one of the first deaths that you experienced? That and it also just... was, it also was one of the first real deaths, like a death that I felt was real. Um, okay. That was like because, final from the start. Yeah, for sure. Like, because I obviously, well, obviously, you know, I mean, not to get too deep into the topic already, but like DBZ deaths, like, when I saw Goku die the first time, I wasn't really sad because that preview showed that he was going to be coming back or that he was still alive. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, literally, the preview for the next episode was, Goku's in hell, training. Like, uh, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, I didn't really get the moment to be sad about it. And then that really set the stage for those early deaths because, obviously, DBZ was, like, an early on thing. But, like, later on, when they kind of let go of that bring niggas back to life trope, um, mm-hmm. that's when it became more of a serious thing for me. I I dealt with death like early on, so I can understand like you kind of have come to accept it as a part of life. Uh, I don't know if I would describe myself as morbid though, or if I would just describe myself as, um, or if I would just describe myself as kind of accustomed to just what comes with it, maybe. I think is the word I would use. I couldn't imagine, bro. I really could not imagine being super sad over my... No, no, no. Fuck no. I'm not saying I... No, because, like, you can get emotional over over shit just based off a topic. You know what I mean? Or based off, like, the the story behind some shit. But, like, if I'm not really close with my second cousin on my... You know what I'm saying? On my dad's side that I never met before or I may have met when I was two and they passed... I can't say, even if I go to the funeral, I can't say I'm going to sit up and cry or, you know what I'm saying? It's, I'm going to be sad that the motherfucker that, like, let me say, I'm, let's say I'm close to my first cousin that's on that side of the family and we kick it every day or every other day. I probably feel sad for them being sad as fuck, but I'm just not really, it's just like, yeah, you know, it sucks that they died. It does suck. But it's like, I, I you know, I, so I'm just, I'm just rolling. I'm, I'm rolling with you wrong. Like, I get what you're saying. And a lot of yeah. people do think, like, that shit is weird, like, that's like that's fucked up. You're supposed to be sad about people dying. It's like, eh, I mean, if no. I really don't know you, you know what I'm saying? Like, I really don't know you. It's it's unfortunate. Whatever it is, if it's if it like just wasn't their time, you know, you know, we can get to a whole different thing with that. But it's like, it's sad. But like, I'm I'm I don't have to cry. I don't have to be down in the dumps because somebody <laughs> that I you know hardly know passes away. Personally, like 
death is like the only thing that I do not handle well. So like even from a young age, like the first like real death was like one of my great aunts, one of my grandmother's siblings. And like it didn't really hit until like the wake. And like I saw her husband, like her husband was a pastor. And like I saw him like up there crying and singing. He said he was going to sing one last song for his wife. I hear him singing at the wake. And that's when it like hit me like, damn, like this shit is real. And then just like in my personal life, like the first like real death I experienced was when I was 16. Like one of my homies that I grew up with, he had moved to Memphis and he came back for spring break. And like at the time, he was like a, right, like literally right across the street from me. My brother was telling me he was down here. And I, you know, I put off seeing him like, oh, I'm going to hoop with him tomorrow. And I found out the next morning he got killed. And it's like, damn, like this shit is like real like that at that point in time in 16 like that's when i really like lost my innocence and i'm like okay like you can be a good person doing the right things and you can still pass away like this shit is like real out here and then like the irony of this conversation is like we having a january 13th january 17th 2017 my best friend passed away so like damn near three three years ago and like that shit like broke me into pieces like i'm still not the same because of that like i can go through old text messages, like was talking to her, texting her the night before, wake up the next morning, not getting a reply, then I see on Facebook that she's dead. And it's like... Sorry, sorry for your loss, bro. Yeah, bro, like that shit... Mm-hmm. That was like... That's literally like the worst experience I have ever experienced in my life. I've never felt pain until that. Like, they're, like I feel like at some point, we know we're going to have to bury our grandparents. We try to just put it off, push, push it aside... We know one day we're going to have to bury our parents, but there's nothing in the world that can prepare you for burying your sibling or burying one of your best friends. And I was like, it was just the worst experience I've ever had. Like, and you know, at first you're kind of in a state of shock. And then I went to the wake and I saw her body in the casket and I like completely fucking lost it. Like I had to leave. Like that shit was, that shit was like, I just had to fucking leave. I had to walk the fuck out. Cause I was like, I can't, I can't do this. Like, even now, like, you kind of, I kind of think to myself, like, I try to convince myself that she isn't dead. Like, it's hard for me to even say her name out loud because I feel like I'm giving that shit power. Like, she's really gone and there's nothing I can do about the shit. I definitely feel you with, like, the, uh, with your friend who you kind of, like, put off with the whole, like, I can go hoop now, but, like, they'll be there tomorrow. Um, that shit, that, that kick in the gut that, like, I fucked up, like, I missed my last moments, or I could have been doing this, like, that shit's definitely, it's hard to swallow, and it's hard to deal with, so, you know, I, I, I feel, I feel for your pain, man, and, uh, like, shit, I'm, I'm having flashbacks, too, because, like, I dealt with a lot of death when I was young, like, um, so, my way was, I had three deaths in the same year that were all of different types of deaths, and so it kind of, I think, like I was saying earlier to Rome, I feel a little desensitized to death after that. So the first death that I dealt with was my great grandfather, um, I mean my great grandmother, and she was she was old. So <clears throat> as a kid, I understood that people die like they pass away, and in my mind, I knew it could be other reasons why you die, but I just understood like you get old and pass away when you see an old person, they ain't got much time left. Like, I just be looking at old people all around. I just been like, yeah, any day now. And so um, my great-grandmother, when she passed away, it hurt and it made me sad because she wasn't going to be around and we spent a lot of time at her house. But I don't think it really, like, f- 
fucked me up that bad. It was just it was just really sad. There was a sense of loss. And then a couple months later, my father passed away in the line of duty. And so that was an unexpected death. And that was out the blue. Like I never could have even imagined what life would even look like without him. Because in my mind, like I still had hella years. Like I had to get his age before he could pass away in my mind. And I remember I took things for granted. Like I had a, a, a music performance, a recital that night where I'd be performing my first solo. And I just knew he was going to be there. And then all of a sudden, like everything just shifted and it changed in one night. And so that was a really unexpected death. And then uh, my grandmother, who had kind of been sick, but I think just the heartbreak of losing her, her oldest son, I sat through a, a long, kind of drawn-out death. So, like, uh, her getting sick and being in the hospital and, like, slowly watching her fade away and having to deal with uh, the pain of, of watching somebody, like, die, like, going through the whole process and going through emotions throughout the whole time, like, dealing with depression one day and then, like, it's grief and then it's sadness and then... Another day I go in and she's in good spirits and it's just happy. Like it feels like we back at home and we just talking and laughing and then you go in the next day and she could barely over her eyes. So uh, that was a hard time. And after that, that year, um, which as a kid, that shit felt like a decade. But it turns out it was all in one year. Um, after that year, I just really was kind of desensitized after that. So like similar to you, Sensei, a lot of devs don't even mess with me. <clears throat> like I people be like, oh, your cousin died or oh, like, this happened, and I'm kind of like, oh, well, I'll go to the funeral, but I don't find myself just, like, overcome with grief or sadness anymore. I'm just like, you know, it's life. And I've dealt with the worst I think I can deal with up to this point, so they don't hit me the same way. There probably are about three more people, four more people left in this world that have really, like, hit me the way those deaths hit me, but I think I'm just accepting of a lot of it. Like, I just know, like, people just die, so they don't, they don't quite hit me the same way anymore. So I definitely identify with that, that you said, Sensei. Um, I do, however, want to lighten the mood a little Hell bit. Hell yeah, let's lighten it up a little bit. Because so, <laughs> when these anime niggas all, die, that shit be lit. First of all, wow. anime niggas are how you excited over anime death. Like you, like, you be calling your nigga like, that nigga died, B. I can't believe that nigga died, G. I told your ass. I told your ass it was coming. Oh, yeah! I sound like Boosie daughter when he got out of jail. I told y'all, niggas. Oh, that was Boosie daughter. Yes, I was never knew who the fuck that was. I just thought that I, was some I, random ass ghetto, it was his daughter. ghetto black baby. Get old black baby. Get old black baby. Oh my god. Okay. I'm gonna have you chill for a hot second, sensei, because we <laughs> we didn't had enough beef between Boosie in these past two weeks. <laughs> That's a fact. That's a fact. Bro. That shit funny that as fuck. That is a fact. I got um, you. You're right. But yeah, so the light in the mood. So like, uh, Ron, you talked about like throwing parties for funerals. I actually been to like you know a funeral party before, and I probably <laughs> when I pass away, I want some small. No, I ain't go to no. <laughs> 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 I ain't know you heard. <laughs> yeah, I heard that. <laughs> um, when it probably when I pass away, I want to do. I would like somebody to just like put me on a boat and set me on fire. Old school, like a a Viking girl, but... funeral. Yeah, yeah, I would like that, but I don't think you can do that in in like the modern society. So I think you can. Can you do that? You might can. I mean, I don't, I don't see as long like you gotta write it down and make sure it's like all right and take it up with some, certain people. I need but... to push me out onto Lake Michigan so I could coast past the skyline. <laughs> I need them to shoot me with that uh with that. Nah, nah, they, you want them to light light a blunt, light a blunt on your shit. 
Light a blunt on my shit. Because <laughs> it's legal let the, now. Let the, let the, right, let, let, the blunt, let, let me smoke everybody out. Let me let smoke everybody out as I'm flowing. Let the blunt burn you on Lake Michigan. How do you guys feel about festivals like uh like day to dead festivals and festivals I where think, like, they celebrate death? I think that's a great idea because the thing is like I feel like funerals are not for the dead specifically. And like this, I got this from The Fault in Our Stars, which is a good a great movie that made me cry festivals not festivals funerals are not for the dead they're for the living but i think like as sad as losing someone is like like ron was saying earlier you celebrate that the life that they lived like cry because like they, you know of course shed your tears but be happy that they're at peace and stuff like that that's how i look at it because that's what they said at my granddad's funeral they said he said that he doesn't want us to cry. He wants us to be happy that his soul is a piece of my granddaddy was sick. So I think about it like that for right now. So I think festivals are a great idea. You know, as long as everybody's on board with that because, you know, not everybody thinks about death as something, you know, they think, oh, well, you're happy that he's dead. No, I'm celebrating the life that he or she lived. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. Celebrating their spirit, too. So I went to like... That's a, what like... Dia de los Muertos is for. Uh, the day the day the day of the dead. Yeah, in in I went to like a death festival one time, and it was like uh super eerie because it actually felt like it was spirits in the room. And I don't know if that was just because that was the mindset and like everything we was doing. Uh, but just you know, some between somewhere between lighting the candles and you know releasing these little paper boat lamp things on the on the on the sea on the lake. Uh, it just really felt like it was something else in the room with us, like the goosebumps was in the air. But it was like a happy feeling, and I really, I really think that those type of festivals are cool. Cause just like you said, funerals are for the living. I think that that's, I think the festivals are for the living too. But I think the festivals are a way for you to enjoy that person and your happiness. Funerals mm-hmm. come so soon after death, and I think a lot of people are still grieving and they don't. They don't experience that funeral from a place of happiness and like i think the festivals kind of come around and allow you to 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 experience that person and think about their life in a different lens and a different mind after you uh hopefully and uh quite possibly have had some time to heal and look at things differently and instead of looking at it like oh i'm so sad that you're gone you can like remember that or oh i'm i'm depressed and grieving right now you can look at it like oh i'm happy that i had you uh, so I really do appreciate like the festivals and stuff. Plus the food be fucking fire. I can't get enough of like of of like festival food anyway. But like every every like death festival I've been to, the food has been off the chain. Like the ancestors season that shit from beyond the grave perfectly. Like I said, the ancestors. And I just be that maxing that shit. So good times, good times. Uh, so let's get into these anime deaths, y'all. Boom. First of all, we see death in anime, you know, I think in, in all the types of anime. Do you guys feel like it's an age limit for, like, death to be depicted in anime? Or do you think they do a good job, like, in certain in certain anime by, like, censoring how the death is depicted? They do. I think they really do do a good job. It depends on the type of anime. Because I know, of course, in Shonen, we're always going to have some type of death and everything but in slice of life they do it really differently so i don't know if anyone's seen um aohana 
the flyer we saw that day it's about these group of kids and one of their friends actually dies as when they're young and they grow up and go uh, their separate ways and so how it's depicted is it isn't graphic it's just you know really melancholy and sad but basically their friend comes back only appears as a ghost to one of the friends and only he can see her and so basically it's just her coming back is kind of like a way to for her to like bring all of them back together as friends because basically you know they are going their separate ways so i feel like in some i don't think there should be an age limit because eventually like you can't prevent your children from experiencing what death is because death is a part of life as ironic as that sounds death is very ingrained in life they're going to experience death one way or another and they're going to experience loss i'm not saying just like drop them in the pond and hopefully they know how to swim or whatever but you know kind of ease them into it so i don't think there's an age limit there's some like a lot of anime do they do a good job of depicting death in a way that's not too graphic um i feel like some anime um even if it's not slice of life i feel like just depending on like what the anime is about, they go about deaths in different ways. Like, cause you know, if you're going to watch a shonen, a lot of times it's going to be action based death. It might, may or may not be violent. And, but, um, other deaths in some animes, like off the top of my head, I can think of, um, Koro sensei from assassination classroom. Um, when he died, it wasn't like, it was really, really sad, but the way they did, it was really kind of graceful. And it wasn't like a, a gruesome death or he got i mean technically they killed him but it wasn't it was like a well we have to kill you and he kind of let them do it type shit you know yeah the, so, shit, the shit was mad peaceful yeah but so that shit was sad though. <laughs> yeah it was it, yeah it was pretty it's still pretty sad but i feel like there's a multitude of ways they can handle it in anime um and then or they just may not show it they might just uh imply that a person died uh-huh. and They'll just after after the whatever happened moment is over with, they'll just show like either that person's like a spirit or you know a silhouette in the sky or a uh, gravestone uh-huh. stuff like that. So there's there's many ways to do it. So I think um, depending on what the target audience is, like the target age group, they handle it different ways. True. Yeah, I'm rolling. Yeah, I think uh, <clears throat> I think anime does do a good job and like it brings people up through the ranks, like introducing us to more. Uh, gruesome, more drawn out death too. So uh, I really be fucking with that. What are some of the types of anime deaths that we see? Let's. Have y'all ever had any anime deaths that's just flat out funny to you? Oh shit! Oh, fucking, uh, yeah, I had to think a little bit. Funny? Like, like was it a serious death or like a fodder death? JoJo deaths be funny as shit. <laughs> who's funny? Who's funny? Kira, Kira Yoshikage, Kira Yoshikage death was funny, low key. Okay, yeah, I give you that. That shit was but funny, like, low key. But like, that's okay, because this whole story leads up to that, and it's like it, it's anticlimactic, but it's climactic at the same time, and it makes it like you can't do shit but laugh. Like, right? This is it, it, exactly. That motherfucking tire gonna break right. your neck. And because it's, it's the shit that did it to him, but I ain't trying to ruin this shit for Leak. Well, fuck it. We said it's going to be spoilers at the beginning of this shit. Leak, that nigga die. Yeah, that, nigga, that, that nigga die at the end. For, for Leak, I know you was talking about Avdol's death. Did you find that funny or unnecessary? Um, So his first death 
or quote unquote death. <laughs> I did not find that shit funny at all. Wait, you got to that part? You watched up to that part? Yeah, I told oh, you yeah, I, I watched you a were. good chunk of it, bro. I only thought that was like five episodes. Um, a good, a good nah. chunk to Sensei. Sensei just unsatisfied with everything. You said a good chunk. I, I thought a like, good chunk. I think it was like Leek only watched three episodes. Yeah, I'm like, you told me he only watched three episodes, yo. I'm like, I'm describing shit. I'm like, bro, that wasn't three episodes, bro. I watched yeah, no, you right. I was wrong. But so, like, the first time Avdol died, I was like, damn, that's fucked up. Second time, that shit completely pissed me off. Like, <laughs> I was real pissed off at how they did Avdol. Like, they basically didn't even, like, if he went out worse than fucking black characters in scary movies to me, bro, like, no, he didn't even geez. he didn't even get to fucking fight like, <laughs> but the black guys do do the dumb shit. Yeah, but that's and that's to me that's worse. At least they got screen time to be dumb. He didn't even get screen time <laughs> to be dumb. Like he walked like he made a he walked in made a left bust a left and read some <laughs> shit on the wall and got fucking basically devoured by a black hole essentially. No, like no diff, Lynn, no diff. <laughs> Both his fucking arms laying on the fucking ground. I'm like, nah, uh, uh-uh. uh, not like that. I was sad when Iggy died, bro. This I didn't well, see that. Sensei is so Sensei is so fucking attached to Iggy G. I love Iggy. I did. I, I was. Ass, I did fuck with how he died. I was sitting there like, okay, Iggy, you went out like you went because out. what what happened was it was Paul Nareff that made me like really be sad about it. Because Polnareff was sitting up, like, thinking about all of them, like, all of the moments that they had hating each other. And it was like, Iggy died protecting your weak ass. Polnareff was the nigga I wanted to die, G. Like, I know. Have y'all kidding. ever seen Have y'all ever seen Hot Tub Time Machine where they know, like, Buddy loses arm, but they don't know when Buddy loses arm? And every time some shit happened, they'd be like, this is it, this is it. And then it don't happen. That's just how... That's how the fuck I felt about Poland Rift the whole part three. Like, I'm sitting like, oh, this nigga finna die. He's finally finna happen. He's finna die. He finally even fucked up. And then he didn't die. <laughs> this nigga just never died. He didn't want to die. <laughs> Paul One dude. death that I laughed at was from JoJo was uh, Naranza from, uh, from JoJo Part 5. Part five. Yeah. I, I fucking cried laughing. You laughed? That shit was a little Gee, sad. Because, like, right before he died, they did the whole, like, I love you guys. We're going to make it all the way to the end. And, yes, you know, we're going to no protect you. With. I was sitting there like, hey, yo ass finna die, G. How you finna die? <laughs> you finna die right now. Right. <laughs> and then the, the, the screen, like, flip or whatever on some on some D.O. time stop. Zawado mm-hmm. type shit. And then when they come back, too, my man's is just, not only is he dead, but he disrespectful dead. Like, yeah, he's super <laughs> dead. <laughs> Super dead, and I just started laughing. But I, I fucked, with, I fucked with Naran chart too. So like that was like, it was like if I didn't fuck with him, it would have been like, damn, G. Well, now you know he did. It was one, it <laughs> right. Mm. But like because I fucked with him, it was like ah, you hate to see it. I fucked with him. <laughs> I started laughing like this nigga finna die, G. They doing a classic ass. We're all gonna make it to the end, and we're gonna live happy lives. Yeah, I was like, well, this nigga they was you. they were singing hella death songs for that nigga, G. <laughs> Hella death songs. Um, I laughed at that one. Um, what's another oh. one that kind of hit me? Another one that I found, like one that I found was funny. I don't know if y'all watched Angel Beats, but I heard about it, bro. When they were all, who's 
I forgot what they were doing, but they were all rushing to. I think they were trying to keep stay away from like the main girl who was trying to kill them, and so they were like being picked off one by one. And at first, it was kind of dramatic, but as time went on, each person that was being killed was like every time someone was new was killed. It was so funny, like it wasn't dramatic anymore. It was just hilarious for no reason. And it got to like this one guy that they were um that they were uh that got killed off, and they were just like. I ain't really care about him too much. <laughs> I was just like, that's kind of fucked up. Like, it just got, it, it started off kind of dramatic and sad. And as Tawad, I was just like, you notice, like, <laughs> nobody really gave a shit after the last dude. And it was just funny to me. I don't know why, but it was just hilarious. <laughs> it was just, this, then one of them was like, why is it, why does this keep happening? Like, <laughs> what are y'all doing? But if y'all, that's how that's how you know a series had a lot of fucking death because like somewhere in the middle of the series you didn't see so much death in this show you just like fuck it like we just gonna have a good time with it then let's just laugh about it like it's not it's not even hitting home for you huh yeah dependently oh I'm sorry you were asking me a question oh yeah it's just I'm sorry wow. it's just the way because like Angel Beats you don't like. Every time you say the name Angel Beats, I think of the, the producer tag. <laughs> Jungle Beats. Holla at me. <laughs> but no, Angel Beats is like basically a show where they're in pur- kind of basically, I guess, in purgatory kind of. But they don't die, really. They they might get killed, but then they, they're like brought back. If that makes sense. So that's why it's just like, it doesn't get sad until like kind of the, like the end. They can't really die. They can only pass on, but they don't find that out until later on. But this, and this, like, the episode that they were doing, it was just, like, kind of fun. Damn! Def, def I was trying. Train, bro. <laughs> it's too late now, shit. But, <laughs> but it's just how it was portrayed and how, like, the commentary that followed with each death that went, that, that came with it was just funny. Like, you gotta, you gotta see it to really understand what I'm saying. I'll check it out because when I was uh like researching and writing this episode, I came across a list and they had uh Angel Beats at the top of the list for like saddest death uh ever and the person that died was Otonashi, I think. Uh, which apparently is someone's sister or some shit like that. Mm, or I, I think I, I know like, I think I know what they're talking about. I could be wrong. Though um, Angel Beats was cool, but it wasn't like the saddest shit I've ever seen. It was sad, but it was just like, it was cool though. Oh uh, well, the, uh, it was a couple blogs that had Angel Beats like different deaths at the top of their like saddest deaths list. So I was kind of like, oh, this shit must be all out sad. But if it ain't all out sad, then, oh, you know. I know what they're talking about now. Yeah, that was sad. I know what they're talking about now. Um, but yeah, uh, what's the saddest death that y'all saw in 2019? Let's do 2019. Saddest death. Oh, you had to break it down because I'm like, oh, nigga. Yeah, I'm get in my bag. Easy for you to for you to narrow your range real quick. Set us down. 2019, you wasn't shit. Yeah, nigga, you wasn't hurt when uh, oh, that nigga from Demon Slayer died. Fuck out of here. When Ashkelad died, I was fucked up. G, that was just an all around good episode. Oh, Thor's! Thor's. 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 Yeah, that's Thor's, it, bro. Thor's, bro. Thor's for sure. Uh, the saddest death for me wasn't Thor's, even though that was sad. I think mm, I would have to say maybe 
the one that made me cry was Alhana, but even though it wasn't necessarily the death, it was just at the end of the series how they were all able to like interact with her, mm-hmm. even though one was was and they at first they weren't. It's just I don't know that made me cry. But as far as that, like Thor's, Thor's did hurt my feelings, but I knew I knew it was gonna have to happen. Why? Because I read the manga before. Oh damn, I know. Oh, uh, I was sitting there like, like I told you. I remember I told y'all years, like years before I wa- I read Villain Saga, but they weren't updating the shit, so I left it alone. Mm. I was on a lot of shit before it was on. Look at Panda. That shit was crazy when Thor's died because I thought he was finna be the uh, the pro tag and shit. And then pro um, pro tag tag. Yeah, pro pro tag tag. And then when he died, I'm sitting there like, yeah, I shit, definitely man, thought man. the show was gonna be about his ass. Yeah, I was no. like, we ain't got no Dragon Balls, bro. What the fuck we finna do now? Like, <laughs> ain't got no Dragon Balls. <laughs> Nigga, villain, what? Is villain the afterlife? <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on? G, where we headed to? G, when, Th- G, when Thor's died, bro, I was pissed. Because he was fucking I'm... niggas up. G, he was giving niggas the simple hands, too. Not even not even on no, like, I'm giving you hella hands. He was just, bop, bop, two hits. Bro, he was, calm, he was calmly knocking niggas the fuck out. Jeez. He ain't kill. He ain't kill nobody. He wasn't really trying to fatally wound a nigga. He let a nigga take the shrooms and then proceeded to beat his ass. He was on his uh Batosa the Manslayer shit. Bro, I'm t- bro. What was that? Gee, I'm trying to think of that anime. Maybe it was a cartoon. I could be tweaking. Where like the one the the pro. Oh, it was Boondocks. Remember that episode of Boondocks when uh <laughs> it was that one dude that was buff as hell, but. When all these niggas tried to attack him, he basically like gently like it was in one of the flashbacks. Well, he like gently like basically calmly placed him down. I think it was in the Catcher Freeman flashback from one of their versions. Oh, <laughs> oh when he fans kept like catching him midair. No, 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 no. That it wasn't the Catcher Freeman one. It was the it was the Rosa Parks one when they was on a bus and Buddy ass was like caught like he was big, swollen, hell. The nigga that kept singing that uh. They ain't gonna let nobody, yeah. <laughs> bro. And he was like, when niggas was like, when they start throwing the hoses and shit and coming up at him, bro, he was like placing pillows down when he knocked their ass out. Like, gee, like that was stories for real. I can't wait till the Boondocks come back, bro. They got, they got fucking moments. They, they got shit. heat, bro. I hope yeah. they're able to like, because someone, I think they're actually going to go with the idea of having Jennifer Lewis. I don't know if y'all know who Jennifer Lewis is. We talked about Jennifer Lewis the other day. Yeah, they're going to have her portray um, Granddad's, I think, sister or something. Yeah, I, I, had I, spoke, think... on that. I spoke on that on uh, Anime Hot Ones. You should go check that out on my YouTube yeah. channel since they look love. Plug, plug, plug. Shameless plug. I've talk about that, but I, I, I didn't. Have you seen something official like Drop Panda? I haven't. I really haven't. But if they decide to go with that idea, I really wouldn't be too upset because along with John Witherspoon, Jennifer Lewis is a pioneer in like like acting. Like mm. she's been on a lot of fucking shows and movies. The Temptations. Oh. Uh, either either they bring her in. The only other thing I would allow is if Boondocks make a spin, like like kind of a. They play they play old to like the old nineties shows where the dark skinned person disappears and the light skinned actor replaces them the following season. Yeah, yeah, I'd be cool with that too. That's the only other shit I'll take from Boondocks. <laughs> like if they do that shit, this new granddad pop up like different voices shit, uh try to act the same, but not quite it. I'll take that shit too, so we can slander the new granddad. Funny as hell. 
I'm trying to think of another death that kind of hit hard. Ashley's death like surprised me though. Yeah, yeah, that whole episode surprised me. Shit, it's like it wasn't sad. Like it wasn't. It it was unfortunate, but honestly, this is gonna change the title of the anime from now on. This is gonna change Thorfinn as a character from now on because what does he have to live for now that the person who t- killed his father is now dead? He lost both his daddies. That nigga will slaughter you if you hear him call him that shit. Slaughter I mean, your daughter. Don't, he don't but realize he was, it now, but that's, was, that's what he, he lost. He was, a, he was a surrogate father to him. Yeah. He lost both his daddies. Ashkelon raised him, G. He, he might have been, I mean, even though he was stupid and wasn't, like, really getting better and Ashkelon was, like, letting him be stupid, I think also secretly somewhere deep down, I'm not sure Thorfinn, like, was really like hard into it because if he was he probably would have been figured out that i'm not evolving as i should evolve to beat this nigga which is a plot that i didn't like but uh, that's probably more with the studio but, than it is anybody but i also yeah. feel like when it comes to some situations like he's think about it like this he he went from a child to like someone who just focuses on killing him like he think maybe he thought he was getting better in the way he needed to and he just needed to train more and more, but he didn't need to grow in the way like he actually needed to, like the way Ashley was trying to describe to him when he be, actually beat the shit out of him. But it got to a point where he was really listening to Ashley, so that's why I was confused as to why he was being so dumb. Because it was like it it, it got to a point like right after Thor's that he didn't want to, but he realized he quickly realized he had to listen to that nigga or die. Ashley had the keys. Yeah. It was like, all right, I need it to do what this nigga listen. say. I feel like it wasn't even listening to my dad. I feel like it was listening to him or your forgo the revenge I'm trying to take and dishonor I mean, yeah, my father. Yeah, it got to that point eventually, but even like early on when he was barely surviving. Mm, you're right. Like I rolled there, but then once he became a killer and like you know what I'm saying, he could handle himself. Yeah, I'm rolling. Yeah, it definitely became. I right, it's either I do what this nigga say so I can off his ass myself or. I figure out my life another way that I don't know how to figure out because I'm basically a six year old, six year old boy in a seventeen year old body. Ashkelon was surprising too because we didn't we thought that nigga was old and then we found out in the episode when Thor's and uh, when Thor killing them shit caught up to him. We find out that bro still got the strength to, to slice through men's with their helmets on and like right. cut their bodies vertically, right from, down the from, middle from head to crotch. And I'm like, damn, bro, still got the, uh, he still got the juice. He cutting the only thing dudes. I would have liked to see more of Ashley fight because even though the last episode was great, I got to see a little bit of him fight. I would have liked to see him actually fight an opponent that's really worth fighting. If y'all know, no, see what I'm saying? Like Thorfinn got to fight Thorkill, kind of. Uh-huh. Ashley didn't really outside of Thor's. Ashley didn't really have a big, big name fight. You see what that's I'm saying? Fact. I feel like Thor's was good enough though. Because he definitely got his ass. Thor's was good enough, but I would have liked to see him face fighting an enemy that doesn't end in him having his men killed. Oh, yeah, I feel that. Like... I feel like watching Ashkelad kill 40 niggas was... That's a testament. <laughs> it it kind of can be, but it's like seeing Goku fight 40, 40 like, cannon fodder, cool. Seeing Naruto fight cannon fodder, I. Seeing Ichigo fight Cannon Fighter, cool, but we go live for those fights. We live for the Goku versus Frieza, Goku versus Cell, Naruto versus Obito, Naruto versus Sasuke. We live for Ichigo versus Aizen. 
we live for those fights. We don't look at the, oh, they took down all these people, so it's great. We look at those big one-on-one fights that was when they fought someone that was basically on their level. Mm, yeah, but he also isn't the pro tag though either. Yeah, so. yeah. I was about I was just about to say, like his death, like kind of what I was speaking to early on, as far as like anime deaths and what, what purpose they serve for, for the story. Yeah. Bro, his death for the story was so fucking fire that like because yeah. I, I talked about I talked about the episode, like we I did like episode rundowns with Derek a lot when the season was going on. Um and like we we would I was like me and him would both joke about yeah this nigga Askelag gonna die before Thor Thorfinn even uh get to finish his ass off that nigga tweaking mm-hmm. like we were saying that shit before they even had the whole versus Thor kill fight and shit like that and like we were saying like that would actually be a perfect way to kill this nigga you know what I'm saying but we didn't know when it was gonna happen you know what I'm saying like they alluded to it a little bit with having him cough up blood and all this shit in random moments it's like damn is he just old and gonna get into a fight and lose like what's like what's gonna happen is he gonna die of a disease is he gonna let Thor you know what I'm saying is he gonna let Thorfinn win but yeah, that was always a plot point and to see that shit uh, climax at the end and just knowing that this had to be the moment that he died <laughs> you know what I'm saying I'm like there's no way for you nowhere for you to go right now but because Thorfinn wasn't there until like the end I'm like why would he die though? Like he got a Thorfinn got to see the nigga die, and, and it ended up like you know playing out that way. I'm like, yo, this shit is fucking brilliant. Heat, bro. Brilliant. Hey, that king thought he had Ashley by his nutsack. That shit was funny. He said something. He brought up his. He said all they do is produce slaves. I was like, oh, slice oh, that, no. bro. That panel. That panel. That was a fucking beautiful panel, bro. Hey, it was. I was like. I went back and read the manga because I saw someone critiquing like his uh, demeanor in the actual anime, and I do agree with their critiques that uh, in the manga, Ashkelad has his head held high, like chin is up and everything, as if he's looking down on the king, and that's the main like that was their main criticism. So I do agree with that 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 shit was missing from the anime, like that that sense of like disgust and I am the true king. Right. Uh, but other than that, like, that shit is beautiful both ways. Like, it's beautiful in the manga, it's beautiful in the fucking anime. Like, they snap. <clears throat> yeah, man. Uh, um, let's, my bad. Let's Go talk ahead. about, let's talk about Gruesome. Or, mm. yeah, let's talk about Gruesome and or Impactful. Gruesome. I got one. Fate Zero. I don't know if niggas seen it. Lancer. Lancer from Fate Zero was probably, I don't want to say the most gruesome, but his death, that's probably one of the best death scenes I've ever seen in anime, period. Um, and I don't want to spoil, yeah, well, I guess it's a spoiler. For the niggas that haven't seen Fate Zero. Man, Fate Zero old as hell. Cool. It, cool. I, see, this is why I fuck with Leak on Tuesdays. Um, it's Monday. Though. Lancer dies so fucking bogus. Um, oh, the sim- that was his his master made him kill himself. Yes, Be- yeah. but it was because Saber's master was like threatening his master's family. But the the fucked up thing is the whole the narrative of the story is going that uh, um, Saber's master is basically the main character, and he's supposed to be the good guy, but he's really like kind of like an anti hero type of nigga. He like an in between. I just want to do like what I want to do because I think it's right but it might not necessarily be right for everybody and 
Lancer's master is like the sleazeball guy, like the, you know what I'm saying? The like slimy ass, yeah, I just want wealth and power, blah, 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 type of motherfucker. So for the, 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 the would-be good guy to basically use sleazeball tactics to make the slot, sleazeball, the actual sleazeball guy kill his own servant while he's in the middle of a duel, like an honorable duel with Saber, was fucking sick. And then right at he basically made him stab himself. Blood's like coming out this nigga nose, his eyes, his mouth, his ears. He's like, Ooh. you all fucking so-. like, bro. He starts spazzing on everybody there as he's dying. Basically giving a speech about how all of them niggas is dishonorable. All of them niggas going to hell. He cursed all of their lives. He fucks. He, he hope all of their wives die. Like, bro, it was all fucked. I'm like, yo, this shit is deep. And then to follow that up with another wild ass speech given by the nigga who the the the, pro, the uh, protagonist to Saber, who's now mad at him. Like, why you do that? He gave a speech about that shit. Yo, that shit was fucking raw as hell. But like just seeing him like rave in agony as he's pissed about dying because right. he had to kill his Yeah, that that one. Um is it Roth? Is Rive. Is Rive. Okay. It's, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Rive in agony as he like had to like kill like force his lance through his chest and yell at these niggas. That shit was so fucking gruesome and powerful to me. My bad, that was a little long. No, you're fine. (laughs) Um, For me, a gruesome death would be, well, one, the main one I think of is Kamina because, like, it it was, that that death was, like, unexpected when I first watched Gurren Lagann. I don't know who anyone else has seen it. Yeah, I've seen that shit, man. Yeah, Kamina's on my list, but it wasn't, uh, I don't know. I know. I guess it's like how it happened, and the fact that they had just beaten one of the, like their strongest enemies so far. Yeah. And Kamina wasn't able to. Well, he was able to see Simon grow when they got, you know, when they entered that galaxy and all that shit happened. Whatever. But it's like Simon basically lost what 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 could have been called his confidence because that was the main person who encouraged him to do shit like believe in the you. That like believe in the me that believes in you and all that shit, but and the fact that him and Yoko would have had something going on afterwards, but you know that's beside the point. I think that was a sad death, but one of the most gruesome deaths. I don't know if y'all ever watched another. It's a horror anime. Definitely watch it. All of the deaths in another. That shit is like violent as hell. I love it though. Another was another was what I was gonna talk about. These motherfuckers die in <laughs> bro, the worst ways the teacher, possible. The fucking teacher, the teacher bro. stabs himself in the, in the neck, and, and you see the knife. You see him turn the knife like you see the blade, like through the through the thin flesh of his. Oh my fucking god! He pulls that and bitch that, out and sprays the whole class. Like they sit in the class just watching this shit. Shorty just, falls I, down the steps. I, the umbrella goes through her neck. First of all, who the fuck falls like that? What bitch falls like this? She fell on her knees, fell neck forward, and who has a sharp ass umbrella? Do they Because <laughs> she, because she was a bad, she was a bad bitch. She was trying to be the one and like had a stylish ass umbrella. That shit went straight through shit, her neck. That shit, that shit opened up when it did too. I was just like, why are you falling like that, bitch? And I was like, like imagine sitting in a classroom and the teacher start is tr- is about to stab. So I'm like, and the funniest said, why are you falling we- like that, bitch? <laughs> Like imagine being in the classroom. We just gonna let this shit happen. Like we just gonna look at this man, hold a knife, and brandish it, and stab himself in the neck. Priorities, okay. 
But another death, one like okay, so there's this anime called Blood Plus. I don't know if you. Oh, I'm sorry, Panda. It. One more death. One more death. Shorty falls down the mountain and bounces off every fucking tree and rock on the way down. Bounces off a car windshield when she falls off a cliff, and then bounces off some more tree and rocks to like land in the ditch and slowly die. I'm sorry, it was gruesome, but I wasn't sad. I was just like the teacher was really fucked up though, cause they just sat there and watched. I'm like, <laughs> y'all just going. I'm literally thrown about that. Y'all. Just Wait, like, what? Uh, what day they say? They y'all sat there and there, let them get shit. They was they was in shock, man. <laughs> like they they. Bruh, they just sat there in dead silence. They didn't scream until after it was over. <clears throat> they but... was. What would you do if your teacher just walked in and like put his briefcase down and just up the kitchen knife and put that the big kitchen knife and put that shit through his neck? Right? My my ass would have walked the fuck out. Oh, I'm straight on y'all. But blood Before, plus. After you got sprayed. <laughs> Before, like I would just be like, ain't nobody gonna get help. We not gonna call the police. We yeah, his, fine with this? His neck was okay? juicy as fuck. That shit was... <laughs> 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 but, no, there's this anime called Blood Plus. And it's about this girl who finds out that she's this uh this ancient creature, uh, queen of this race called Chiropterans. And they're basically they creatures that sleep, feed on the blood of humans. And so she has this sister, this twin sister, because every queen gives birth to a set of twins. She has a twin sister who basically was locked up. Like They're, bo- they're basically both immoral and their blood can kill each other. However, she has this family that she was adopted into and this step, like brother who's like these two brothers she's not um, related to. And her youngest brother's named Riku. So Riku ends up getting injured. And so she gives him her blood and he becomes her, her uh, chiropter. So whenever the queens get someone their blood, they basically become their uh, chevalier or their knight. So Riku meets Diva and Diva like, goes off to find him afterwards. She not only she proceeds when she finally finds him, she rapes him and kills him with her blood. And that's Who fucked how... by blood gotta be sick. No, she got she got she like raped him and then she gave him her blood to kill him. So that's how oh, I thought that. you uh, I thought you were saying like she so fucked when... him with the blood. No, 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 no. Nothing she raped but the blood. Go ahead, my bad. She raped him and then gave her like so the blood of the other so Diva's blood can kill Saya, Saya's blood can kill Diva. Sai, Diva's since Saya's blood is in Riku and he's her chevalier, Diva used her blood to kill him since his Saya's blood is running through his veins. So not that's how Diva ended up getting pregnant and giving birth to the new set of queens after her and her sister. That was one of the most heartbreaking deaths I ever seen in my life because Riku is like Riku's like 13, 12. He's a, he's a kid and like Riku's one of the most innocent characters on the fucking show and that's part of the reason Saya eventually became a lot darker than she was in the first half of the series. But that that was heartbreaking to me. Because yeah, when you when the when the uh you die, their body crystallizes and that's how they die. Their body crystallizes and they're basically just turned into a crystal. And um, how Riku Riku's naked crystallized body on the ground being crashed by rock being broken apart by rocks as well as the ceiling comes down is like haunts me. What did y'all think, as far as a gruesome level, what did y'all think about uh, um, Pito? Yeah, that sounds pretty gruesome. Smash the head and shit. Pito's a day. <laughs> I feel like that, that was going to be my gruesome shit, but this another shit y'all talking about? Is like, um... It's a lot of gruesome deaths and fucking Devil Man Cry Baby. Like, how they killed uh, Miki? That shit was terrifying. Like I was just like, oh, 
Wow. Like that's sad. That was that was a sad ass death, okay? What y'all got for most impactful? Yeah. Um I was gonna say Ace. Yeah. Factual fucking information, bro. Ace is a definite one though. You putting Ace's death over Whitebeard as impactful for his most impactful? They were both impactful. Both of them. Both of them, right? But there, we gotta together. also look look at the relationship to the man to look how Luffy was, because like Whitebeard's death was impactful. But Ace was Luffy's big brother, and because, like I guess in relation to Luffy being the main character, that was heartbreaking. Like seeing Luffy, who was always smiling and you, and sometimes serious, break down and stay like that for a minute. That was like heartbreaking, bro. That was that was that was definitely my my the the first death that ever really had me like that I ever cried over. I actually shed tears. And it was not more so because I, you know, I lost a brother or something like that, because that's that's not the case. But it was just his his story, like his fight. His fight was for meaning. Like he wanted to know that he it was good for him to be alive. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it was like I, I you know, it was it was at a time of my life when I'm like really going through like depression and it's a whole bunch of shit going on at home and yada yada yada. For for me to watch this anime character that I fuck with, he a badass and I like him, sit up and say, like, you know what I'm saying, well, is it good for me to be born? Like, thank you for loving me. As he dies, I'm yeah. like, oh my god, bro. Man. I'm sorry, G. I'm sorry. I ain't trying to I ain't trying to make nigga sad, but as far that... as impact as far as impact though, like no, that shit changed. First of all, that that whole setup started back like chapter one thirty. You know what I'm saying, and and and, and sprinkled in bits and pieces there just to get to the climax in the five hundreds, and from there on, like his death means so much for the story because, assuming he gets out alive, let's say he get out alive and Blackbeard dies, I mean not Blackbeard, Whitebeard dies, um, now what he he does he lead the fucking, you know what I'm saying the 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 Whitebeard pirates do they have a better chance against Blackbeard like. It's a whole lot of shit that plays different. Does Luffy go off to the to the New World, or does he stay the train? Like, it changes that entire like because Luffy at that if he lives, Luffy doesn't feel like I right, I need to train and still motherfuckers that's out here stronger than me. He probably feel like I right, cool bet we did what I had to do now let's meet up with my niggas. Um, Whitebeard Whitebeard dying in that moment at the same time changes shifts the entire power balance because now there's a whole Yonko that's out of the picture. Um, so we had three other Yonkos fighting for dominance, as Rome would say. Um, mm-hmm. it was just white beard huh? changes the whole story, too, because now niggas can hold two devil fruits, and we got exactly. this black yeah. got the emergence of this other dude. Like, he's still a bitch. I don't know yeah. why niggas be hating on Blackbeard. I do not be getting a I just, I just, I, 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 I see like he's a pirate, cool. I, I understand he's like one of the true pirates, but I still can't fuck with the fact. Like, you just, that's, you basically violated his courts to me. And cool, that's part of the story. Cool, that makes him a villain. It's just that part of me, like, you, you violated this man's dead body to take his devil fruit. Fuck you. And the it's a real nigga. Leak, what him, him, yeah, him, him and Luffy, like, the truest. Characters in the series, damn near as far as yeah, like, bro, they are yeah, on two opposite ends of the spectrum. I wouldn't even say opposite ends of the spectrum. They both just doing what the fuck they want to do. But here's the th- here's like the pro- I think the difference, like 
T is more of the villain, quote unquote, and Luffy's more of like the hero. If that makes sense. But that's sense. the thing with One Piece. Yeah. Like, that, Every hero is a villain yeah. in disguise. That's all pers- know, it's all perspective. You die hero, you, you live long enough to become it's a Funny as hell. That's all, it's all really perspective, though, because they all pirates. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, exactly. At the end of the day, so, there, there's an island of people that could probably think that Luffy's a villain. Fucking Fishman Island thinks that he's a menace. True. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's places that think Luffy is a menace, but we, as the reader, know what he is. But or the same we thing think with, that's just our perspective. We don't really know. Like I could be a dress rosa right now. Like man, this shit was dope when Dofi was in charge. Right. <laughs> Luffy came in, blowing shit up, made blew this bitch up, right, ruined the crib, kicked exactly. over my my cupcake daughter and shit. Man, I, I had right. I had a good life. I had a good life as a toy. Hell yeah, I beat that nigga ass. <laughs> I see him in real life. <laughs> Leek, what you what did you have uh, as most impactful? Um. Well, before I go for most impactful, I. I didn't get to mention for the gruesome deaths. Um, get in your bag, B. A comet got killed. Um, <laughs> the motherfuckers died really, really fucked up. The ones that did die, as far as the night raid, them niggas either got cut in half, sliced up. <laughs> All the like, niggas died. I was just pissed by the like, end. Like, what yeah, was the point? Like, them niggas had gruesome ass deaths. Of course, Attack on what Titan. Was the ba- what was that girl name? That, uh, she could disguise herself and shit. What was the girl's who? name? That, the girl who could disguise herself off of Akimega Kill. They used to put her head on a fucking pike, bro. A pike. On that Joffrey shit? Oh, God. Don't remind me of that little prick. Um, shit. For impactful deaths, I mean, obviously, you know, Whitebeard and Ace, but I'm going to go with Maze Hughes. from. Um, I was going to say Metal. that. Ooh, Maze Hughes is a hitter. Maze oh, Hughes. That was man. a really impactful death. Like, that shit motivated Mustang. That shit was heartbreaking. Like that literally became the catalyst for a lot of people. Like, nah, fuck that. We gotta avenge you. Man, like, one of the worst. Like one of the like what really hit home is when you watching the funeral and his daughter says, like, why is he not moving? Bruh. Yeah, man, uh, that shit tough, G. That shit tough. I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna throw one more out there. I don't know if it's like really, really, truly impactful, but it definitely like hit hard and it meant something to the development of the story uh nina nina tucker from full metal Alchemist yes Trilogy. i agree <laughs> nina and alexander word words of blaname might go ahead and troll this shit but <laughs> 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 that nigga hasn't even seen full metal alchemist he I hasn't no no he hasn't that shows nah. you how, uh, that shows you how impactful this death is Funny as hell, or just how <laughs> trollable it is. Uh, what was I about to say? Hey, uh, Pen, I heard you. I heard you mention Itachi, so I'm gonna ask all of y'all: uh, Itachi or Jiraiya for most impactful? Jiraiya. Jiraiya. Oh, Panda, what's up? I want to say both because both of them are kind of impactful for different reasons. So, a reference to Naruto and how much we bonded with Jiraiya. Yes, that's more impactful death. But no, I'm just talking Itachi, about the story. I'm just talking about the story, not necessarily oh, well. the characters. That's what, what it, I was speaking about. What Jiraiya. did, what did, what did their deaths the mean for the story? Jiraiya. But I also think you can't really reference the story without how they impacted the characters, too. I'm, I'm rolling with that as well, but, but to tie in both, how? How would you say both are equal? Jiraiya motivated a lot of people. Like, Jiraiya was, like, one of the main, like, outside of Kakashi, we like 
view Jirai as like an amazing sensei and father figure, whatever, whatever. The best. But Itachi, the best, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but we also see Shout out Itachi. Everybody, everybody hey, go check out. You. Everybody go what, check out the made, Run My Face Sensei episode. <laughs> but what we really like, but what set Itachi's death like? It just changes the whole perspective of him as a character, especially when we learn about what happened, at, like why he did it. Like, I guess, I guess it's both of them kind of impactful. Like, not kind of, both of them are really impactful to me because learning about what I learned, what we learned about Itachi after the, he died, makes it so much more heartbreaking at the fact that why he did it. But Jiraiya died also hit home, so that's why I'm kind of like torn between the two because they're both kind of impactful to me they're both like amazing characters it's just you know one was one died a villain kind of one died a hero leak why would you say jiraiya's more um the reason why i say jiraiya is because i feel like the ripple effects from his death was a little bit bigger than itachi's um speaking to that because um i think that it not only affected Naruto, but his death and pain, or Naruto bringing that shit back up to pain and like trusting in your sensei, and that ended up ultimately helping turn pain back to bringing back to other people. But also how that affected Tsunade, how that affected how Naruto viewed Tsunade. Like I feel like, and also like that's a that's part of the reason. Well, not, I can't speak for everybody, but that's part of the reason why. I feel like Tsunade wasn't a great Hokage as that well. Is like trash, but go it's ahead. like, I mean, so that's why I feel like Jiraiya, and like just the way he went out, like he ended up getting killed by his student, and then if it wasn't for his discovering the secret, Naruto doesn't beat Pain, and like I just feel like the ripple effect was bigger. Whereas Itachi wasn't like any less significant, but I feel like the only person that was really affected by that death was Sasuke. Um, because Sasuke was the one who know the truth, who ended up finding out the truth, and it cha- altered his path, back and forth, destroyed the village, saved the village, um, become so Hokage. on and so forth. Well, nobody, he was never become a Hokage. But <laughs> no, like, man, um, look, okay, like I'm sorry, like quick pause, quick, quick sidebar. I would have smacked the fire from this nigga if he would have came to the battlefield. Like you would have got killed Hokage. by Sasuke trying to slap fire at Sasuke. <laughs> Yeah. Nigga, I, I fucking know that, that shit. He was but that amateur wire. As soon as I'm, as but this I'm, nigga I'm speaking said of that the, bullshit. The characters around, like just the Naruto characters, what the fuck could they have done to Sasuke? Besides say, like, oh no, uh uh-uh. uh. Naruto, I, the only person that could even say something without getting killed. Like Well first, the first Okage. The first Okage. He, he wasn't he even there minimal. yet, I don't think. Well you no, he he did show he showed up right before that. But what the fuck he gonna fight? He gonna beat up Sasuke for one of the Okage? Okay, I'm speaking like I guess when that first happened in the manga, I'm like, bitch, what the fuck are you talking about? Get your ass on. That was, the same shit. That, was the same, that was the same shit. And here come Kiba ass out of fucking nowhere. Yeah, I was gonna say, that I'm going to be the whole shit. Shut your ass up, too, because you're you not even relevant to this story. Wait, that was a lit moment for Kiba. <laughs> I thought, tomorrow, what's I'm funny tomorrow is, I thought because that arc was going so bad at that point, I was like, this nigga Kiba finna have a turn up moment right now. Watch. Just because of this shit. But no, I didn't have it. I was like, bitch, bitch, shut your ass <laughs> But I see, I see where you're coming from, though, Leek. I just, like, I just, Itachi's death surprised me a lot. Like, well, not his death. 
I think it was more so at learning who he actually was and then the fact that he died. And it was just like, well, goddamn. Um, what? My bad. Go ahead, Lee. What's crazy is, we know what death nobody really mentions as far you as might, the Naruto you death. Might, oh, you talking about Naruto. Um, Please don't say Neji. Nar- uh, nah. Because <laughs> um, Neji was one I laughed at, too. Nah. Um, I ain't laugh. I was mad um, as fuck. I was mad, like, but not like... Go ahead. Were criminally underrated was Itachi's Ooh. parents. Criminally? You mean you mean yes. Sasuke and Itachi's parents? Yeah, they're his parents. Um, oh, and the reason why I say parents. that is because when Fugaku and his wife, like him, deciding to not fight his son and allow him to be killed, yeah. and he said, "I'm proud." He literally of said, "I'm proud." Like, like, yeah, he was literally like, "You're a kind child. I have no intentions of fighting a death match with my son." You made your decision. Now you need to stick with it. And also, one thing that they don't show in the anime was when Sasuke, and, I mean, not Sasuke, when Itachi initially stabbed him, he didn't die immediately. And Sasuke was coming through the door and he like yelled to Sasuke, stop. Like, don't come in here yet. Because he didn't want him to see him dying. And like, he made him, he made Sasuke wait until he actually died for him to come in there. And like, that, him choosing to. Based, and also what people don't understand about Fugaku was Fugaku never wanted to actually like fight against the Leaf Village. It was just because the rest of the fucking Uchiha wanted to, so he had to go with it being the leader or whatever. But I feel like him handling it that way and just and tr- telling his young, his uh, his oldest son to protect his younger brother was like super impactful and like nobody really talks about that shit. Yeah, nobody does talk about that shit. That that was heartbreaking. That scene, that scene in the manga when they showed that, like Itachi crying, and imagine you just thinking it from like a mental and emotional perspective. Imagine having to kill your entire family and then having to kill your parents. They don't fight you. They don't look at you as less than. They're actually still proud of you and have love and love you as their son. And that makes it even worse. I think. Mm-hmm. I feel like that makes it even worse. Like take care of Sasuke. We're proud of you. I'm not gonna fight against you. It, that's 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 even more heartbreaking than if they would have called him a monster and hated him. Um, I love that y'all talking about this shit. Not to take away from whatever you finna get into, GB, but I did want to ask niggas uh about uh villain deaths. Like, what do y'all think is like the best villain death? The best the or the best funniest? Because I have a funny death? one. Yeah, best. That can be whatever you think. Uh shit, I gotta think on that, bro. I got, I got one. A, I got another funny death, but go ahead. Who you got? Who you got, sister? Meruemu. Damn, I wanted to talk about that. That was honestly like the character development for his character and then oh, up into his like that shit was I, ridiculous, bro. The crazy thing about his death as a villain, he wasn't a villain by the time he died. Yeah, he, <laughs> like, he was a villain and he became like he literally became more human. Like yeah, like he, he started was, off as a monster and right, became bro. damn near human. Yeah, gee. Oh. That's it. It's, it's that's why, you know, like when a lot of people talk about top villains, I do have him in my top, but I don't have him as number one because he's the one villain that didn't like I don't like not to say didn't stay a villain, but like by the time for his his char- his story arc was not of a villain doing villainous shit, it was of a villain becoming a good guy. Like, so like in in a different vein than like the typical Vegetas or you know what I mean, Frieza's or you know what I'm saying that we see in anime. That's like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I I beat you up, but 
we we homies now because we got another enemy that's stronger than both of us type shit. Um, Barrel is a great one, bro. I yeah, wish I could just set that off gate. Um, I don't know why that didn't just pop in my head right away, but like that whole art, especially when you put it next to what Gone was going through and like how he was transferring through his, uh, like his own personality and like uh, his his sense of morals. That shit was fire. Um, another one, I don't know if we consider him. Yeah, we consider him a villain. Uh, I'll take it back to Naruto. Uh, what was my man's name with the uh, Zabuza? Zabuza. Zabuza. That was it. That, hey, Zabuza <laughs> went out like a fucking G. He said, I ain't got... I what's, what's, what's time? Sab, you bitch. Which time? The you first time. I think she's talking about... Uh, no. Yeah, the, I was talking about what time was wrong. Was no, the, 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 the original one when he, uh, uh, when he was with... Uh, uh, Phone up. Ambiguous folks. <laughs> 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 Is that my haku? Is that my haku, nigga? Yeah. <laughs> you talking about androgynous? What? Nah, that motherfucker ambiguous. I don't know what the fuck. Ambiguous. Andro- androgynous means you look like oh, like you don't look like your gen- your gender or sex. No, nah, that motherfucker don't look like they human either. They look a doll, so they. They do. Look, he too. does look like a doll. So does yeah. Sasori. Ambi- <laughs> nah, Sasori looked like a nigga. Sasori yeah. was a doll though. That's a fact. He was a doll, but didn't look like a doll. And Haku was a I nigga know. that looked like a doll, so. <laughs> uh, he ambiguous like that. But, but not good. But yeah, I, I thought I thought that that was a really good like villain death. I like. Hey, Zabuza yeah. said Zabuza is cold toe guy toe. I'll fit in in hell, but you bitch, you gonna get eaten up. I'm a demon. Fuck you, mean. And he stabbed him with his his kunai mouth. Also, like that was my first. So one, I think it's a proper like kind of character villain crescent that happens there as he like goes through his progressions and kind of like frees his heart and realizes that he does have the boy love for Haku or whatever the fuck was going on between them and all that shit. Oh my God, fucking goodness. Like, Not fucking boy's love. Nigga. I mean, yeah. I, hey I, man, it ain't 2019 no more. Give me your bag, yeah, GB. Yeah, he was on, he was on his, his Carol shit. Hey, um, they do ship them though in, in Naruto fandom. Uh, I, I don't know why people be shipping them. Like, that shit's gross. But uh, hey, um, and not even gross because it's two men. It's gross because Haku was portrayed to be a child, and this nigga uh, Zabuza is what I'm gonna call him. Uh, was a grown ass man, but uh, yeah, like that whole thing. And then him, that was also mind blowing for me because that was really seeing like the lengths of which human endurance could be in a Naruto universe at the time. So like my man's mm-hmm. arms weren't even working. And Naruto throws the uh, the kanai at him, and he fucking catches that shit in his mouth. And I'm sitting there like, nigga, what's the range on this motherfucker? Like, what's your <laughs> next flexibility? That these niggas got staffs and swords and everything, and you running in between them, like, eating niggas up. But he made it all work. So it was a couple things that went to play there, and I thought that that was, like, a really, really good-ass villain death. Hey, yeah. Zabuza was our first villain before Orochimaru. But, like, he was also a redeemable villain by the end. Cause he said, "Man, Naruto, you right. Talk no jutsu was that shit." <laughs> um, I got two more. <laughs> I want y'all opinions on. I got a Kisame from Naruto eh. and Uvo from Hunter Hunter. Side note: We ain't talk about no bleach deaths, but I uh. <laughs> I was talking. About, I was about to bring up one. Oh, okay, cool. I was showing. Uvo was a good villain death to you, Lee. Oh, no, I'm asking, asking how I feel think. about it, like. Because it's Kisa. one of those deaths where he, they, they're basically the sound of the same type of death where they're captured 
and they won't real give up information. Death. I'm going to fuck it. I'm, I'd rather die than portray the group type shit. Yeah. That real nigga like, death. Yeah, like basically, fuck you. I'm not. I'm not betraying them. I'm just gonna take death. Uh, I, if you asking me what I which one I think is better. Well, I'm just asking, like, how do y'all feel like like they're not like huge villains, but they're still, you know, I guess villains. But how do you feel about those type of deaths as like the villains were like they don't have huge deaths. Kisame's death made me apathetic. Like, I, I mean, I just like I just like how he went out. Like, I can see why he went out that way, but I just shrugged. I was like, well, anyway, moving on. I hella fuck with with real nigga deaths. G, I love real nigga deaths. Like. Yeah. Uh, I know I, I know a lot of niggas shit on Uvo for like that meme who gonna die tonight and then it's <laughs> him getting put in the ground with the shovel um, but I I love that like that's one of the things I love about the Phantom Troop like I, I, I all of the characters are different but they all like although they all have their own motives and they all move their own way they all real niggas um, and the same is, can be said about Kisame bro that nigga like he's the definition of a real fu- like the nigga turned into what like he he used his shark jutsu to eat himself. Yeah. Like to eat him. That was like the first time I was like, "Oh shit, Naruto." Okay. Y'all showing me some shit, you know what I'm saying? Like gangster. But what gangster. but we, be honest, was anyone really going to beat him? Yeah. Yeah. They beat him. They just didn't kill him cuz they needed information. I'm saying like if he hadn't killed himself, were they actually going to beat him? They didn't beat him. He killed himself. They were trying not to. They had already beat, beat him. Like, they they beat already him. The guy, the guy beat him. Yeah, it's harder to beat a man into submission like that than it is to kill him. They had already did what had to be done. They were just trying to get info out of my mans. And he was like, fuck that. Y'all niggas should have killed me. Y'all had me fucked up. I should have thought water style. Shark But um, last thing I want to talk about, and then we're going to get out of here. So, like, let's do this quick. Um, everybody just give the number one death to you that like is whether it's impactful or gruesome, like the one that hits you the hardest, even if it's one we already mentioned in this episode. I also have Ace. You have Ace? Yeah, man. That shit was just different, bro. <laughs> that shit was different. That shit get me every fucking time, G. RP um, Ace. <clears throat> for me, I go with uh Nicholas Wolfwood and Trigun. Uh Woo! Good one. That's a real nigga death to me too. That shit hit me solid as fuck when I was younger, bro. I remember turning off the lights, turning off the TV, and just sitting in the room and thinking about life, G. Like, what the fuck does it mean to live? Cause this nigga just like that. That was a good ass. You you was you was becoming Canute. Yeah, exactly. Like (laughs) this isn't love. (laughs) That shit took me through it, bro. So like. I felt that because it was so many things that was at play there. Like this man who, he was basically like on his Jesus shit. My man carried this cross throughout the whole fucking series. And he carried the sins and the burdens of all these like innocent children and shit. So that they didn't have to do the things that he had to do. My man's killed, lied, cheated, and steal. Shout out to Eddie Guerrero. Uh, did everything that was possible in the anime to like make sure that like none of them had to like feel suffering or feel the pain. And even at the end of it he still sits there as he has regrets and he's like yo like i really didn't want to die this way like this is not what i wanted and you know that somewhere in the back of his mind like he thought he would go through all this dark shit and come out on the other side like having a chance at a happy life himself but that shit never came and so as he smokes that last cigarette and dies on the cross i'm just like fuck bro 
that shit hurt. I saw you. I wanted better for you. So that was a good one, man. Leak? Um, as far as like just the anime, I'd probably go with Jiraiya. Jiraiya? Yeah, Jiraiya was like one of the ones where when I, I read it first, of course, I was reading the manga. But then, then when I saw it animated, that shit hurt. Like, I was sad as fuck when Jiraiya died. Like, and then just how he went out and then the ripple effect, the impact they had on Naruto, seeing Naruto sit with them two popsicles by himself. That shoulder touch? I was like, Ooh. yes, bro. Yeah. So, anime-wise, it's definitely Jiraiya. I know he was shitty when uh, he ain't had nobody to get that popsicle to. Whew. I'm getting emotional. That was a hard one. Oh, I'm crying now. Uh, who who ain't go panda? Yeah, uh, maze. I remember the first time I watched that. What it happened? Like I'm thinking, okay, he gonna get out of this. He gonna call somebody. It's gonna be fine. But the final moment when Envy turns into his fucking wife and the look on his face and how he died and how it impact, impacted his family and like Mustang. Like, that was heartbreaking. Because Maze, like, Maze didn't deserve that. I can see, like, you know, you can see why certain things happen, certain characters die. Maze didn't deserve that. He deserved to, like, live a lot longer than he did. Some would say he deserved better than that. He did. I think like, that's one of the uh, excellent things about that uh, Mangakas do so well. Like, they mirror, or just any storytellers in general, when you can really mirror, like, real life. We don't always deserve what we get, like, and people tend to think that, you know, if I live life a certain way, if I do things a certain way, then the, as the future approaches me, then I'm deserving of a certain thing, but, like, none of us are guaranteed anything in this world. The only guarantee is that we die, but, like, we don't have a guarantee on how that comes, and so I think that that's powerful to see deaths, like, you know, when you got great people like Maze and even, like, you know, Wolfwood, the center, who was still a great dude. You got uh, Gerard, who probably had a lot of left, a lot of life left in him. But like, and I also feel like that nigga should have never went to go fight Pain, bro. Fuck Tsunade, sending him on his own. Facts. Y'all knew that nigga was some. Something Y'all think it would have been any different if she would have won with him? I don't think so. First of all, do you, th- you, you do you really think Gerard was gonna let her go with him? He, Not she, her, he... but like a proper unit. You could have came up with a proper unit. I feel like for all the smoke and all the like, did he ask uh, for a proper unit? And did I don't he think a pro- I don't think a proper unit would have mattered. I really I at I really that point nobody in the village was strong enough, so it wouldn't have mattered. Yeah, it like, wouldn't to, have mattered. To be completely honest, he was going in there blind <laughs> anyway, so a unit would have better because he's got fighting six motherfuckers. Well, seven if you include Conan. This nigga six niggas be. Six niggas be. <laughs> Like, I don't think, I'm, I can't even, I don't, I know y'all, like, hate Hizunade because of that, but I can't even put that on her because even if she did, he still was going to die regardless. I really don't hate her, and I don't put everything on her. I really be looking at Danzo in times like this, G, because I be wondering, like, all this talk about being, like, or whoever, like, for being the Hokage in the shadows, whoever is going to be, and, like, having the black ops and all them, like, where are these niggas? And what is like, y'all doing? Like, if you doing? can get like, in these places, the Hokage can't. Why you ain't help this motherfucker out? I know I said ma- it didn't make sense. It, it, it ain't help his agenda, B. <laughs> Fuck that. 
You say you want to protect the village, but your ass could have helped stop pain before he even came in this bitch. Bro, his his agenda was what he could accredit to himself in the shadows, which really wasn't much. But all I need is to rise from the ashes of Tsunade punk ass being Hokage, so I can be Hokage. And that's why you will never be. He was never acknowledged as a Hokage because the true sixth is Kakashi. I think you need to have both your eyes to be Hokage too. (laughs) I mean, he got he got multiple. He, he had like see? 20 of them bitches, didn't he? He got Actually, a lot of them. If you that shit be the, was disgusting. Yeah, he was grotesque, too. You can't be the face of the Leaf Village and be looking like that, bro. Like, you gave it up when you start doing that shit to yourself. Oh, no, You literally man. took Shisui's eye. The third eye. had a big-ass mole on his nose. Chop it up and make guacamole. I got a question. Is it is it bad that I laughed at Envy's death? Uh, no. That shit was lit. That shit was lit. That shit was funny as fuck. I'm like, how you gonna go out like a bitch? That shit was lit. NVN lust death. That shit was the litest fucking shit. Hey, lust went out like a G. Envy went out like like a bitch. Damn, this nigga noticed that I'm jealous of humans. I'm gonna crush my philosopher's stone. What? Speaking of going out like a bitch, that's something I'll never want to do, but we gotta go out anyway. Ooh. Uh, that's gonna be the end of the episode for today. Uh, you gonna let him in the pod like that, Panda? I mean, shit, I'm not gonna battle this nigga for dominance like you. I mean, <laughs> I understand that might be your ministry, but shit, couldn't be me though. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas be instigating, bro. I'm in Chicago. Hey, I had a six piece from Harold's the other night. That shit was fire, bro. That's what's um, up, too. But yeah, man, we uh that's gonna be it for the pod. Supernovas as always. Thank y'all for tuning in. We appreciate every listen, everybody that speaks to us, everyone that interacts with us. And so with that in mind, join the conversation on Twitter and Instagram. Uh <laughs> really Twitter, man, because I don't even be on Instagram that much. We know. But, but hey, uh, we got we got a new Instagram guy coming soon, so you hear me. We keep saying coming soon, but I still ain't found the Instagram guy. Instagram guy. I was, you know, I was there, just Show, like, Should we try to get another uh, woman on the pod coming soon? Oh, talk, that, talk about that, it. Shit, it, might, it might be on there by the time y'all hear this episode. It may it be. be on there by the time you hear this episode. And if we, if we ain't got no Instagram guy, hey. Knew I was going to see you again, Kanye. Join the conversation on Twitter and maybe Instagram at this point in time. We got the Instagram guy with the Worst Generation Podcast family. Uh, Share your thoughts with us using the hashtag WorstGenTalk. What's the most impactful death to a series? Uh, Most shocking, most gruesome? We want to hear your thoughts and we want to hear from you. Uh, Stay tuned for a sneak preview of next Friday's episode only on the Worst Generation Podcast. And until next time, we out. Bye, niggas. Yeah. You just listened to the Worst Generation Podcast, produced by GPM. If you made it this far, you probably fucking with us. So subscribe, rate, and review the Worst Generation Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Join the conversation by following us on Instagram at Worst Generation Podcast, on Twitter at WorstGen underscore pod, or by leaving us a voice message. We really want to hear the thoughts and opinions of all our listeners out there. You can help us create more content live events, and giveaways by supporting us through Anchor or our Patreon page. All links are in the show notes below.
the strength in a man is in the woman who packs him up and in you. 